Good morning and welcome to the Agape Methodist Church Daily Devotion Podcast. Today and Friday, we will look at the next four Beatitudes. These four describe the longings that are deep within us. Sadly, as we grow, the cares of the world and the wisdom of the world often snuff out or suppress these longings. But these longings are still there, hidden deep within us. And Jesus wants to rekindle these longings. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 5, verse 6 to 9. Let us pray. Father, open our eyes to see, to understand, to receive your word. And then, Lord, throughout the day, cause us to reflect and meditate on your word as we see the truth in it. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew chapter 5, verse 6 to 9. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Let me begin with a story of an event in my life that had a long-lasting impact on my view of people. This incident took place while I was serving national service 40 years ago. I had been assigned to work as a medical orderly, but my office was adjacent to the general duties men or GD men, a euphemism for cleaners and trash collectors. This was the worst bunch of humanity I'd ever met. They were rough, uncouth, filthy in body and mind. One of them in particular, I shall call him Liao, I loathed. He had venereal disease and as a medic, It was my duty to dress his sore parts daily. He wasn't particularly polite whenever I dressed his sores. One night I'd been assigned guard duty at 2am. Liao had the guard duty at midnight. At around 1.45am, I heard Liao and his partner walk noisily back to the guard room. I knew that they were walking noisily and making lots of noise to wake us up. As I checked my watch, I swore under my breath that if Liao were to wake me up even a minute earlier, I would launch on him. As Liao and his partner approached, I clenched my fist, ready to shout at him for wake me up before time. Liao walked up to me and then, in a very soft tone, said to his partner, Chiu looks very tired. Let me do his duty for him. With that, he walked quietly out of the room. I had not expected this act of kindness from anyone, but much less from one whom I despised and to whom I had always made clear my disdain. Despite my arrogance and hatred towards him, Liao showed compassion towards me. This incident changed my view of people altogether. Verse 6 of Matthew tells us about those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. There is a longing for justice, goodness, compassion and love, not for ourselves but for others. It is longing for a better world, a kinder world, a more just world. Ever since the incident in my NS days, I found this longing in the most unexpected people. While working as a counsellor with troubled juveniles in a drug rehab centre, I discovered a refreshing idealism among these runaway kids and young drug addicts. They longed for honesty and goodness to be shown to others. 
One of them, a drug addict, had such compassion for others that whenever he heard of another person in need, he would give whatever he had to that person. On one occasion, I asked a member of a gang who his hero was. He mentioned his leader, and then he said, I respect him not because he is a good fighter, but because he is a kind man. One day I was having dinner with him at the hawker centre. He noticed a poor man going from table to table eating leftovers. He invited that man to our table and bought a meal for him. Even gangsters long to see acts of kindness and compassion. A number of these young persons, however, had had bad experiences with churches, wondered why Christians behaved in ways that were contrary to what Christ taught. One was bitterly disappointed when he witnessed the pastor's conduct towards a beggar. The pastor had noticed a beggar sitting on the steps of his church and had told him to leave. While serving as prison chaplain, I worked among HIV sufferers in prison. Many were homosexuals. Over in that section of the prison was a community of men <clears throat> destined to be ostracized by others and for many to die a lonely and agonizing death from AIDS. There I found a community of compassion. The men would care for each other and especially for the most vulnerable. Here too I found a longing for goodness and compassion. Jesus said that the ones who longed for, who hungered and thirsted after righteousness would receive that which they longed for. It is hard to keep on to this idealistic longing in a cruel and self-seeking world. I have seen many idealistic young people give up their ideals and settle for status quo, or disillusion the point of throwing away the ideals. But Jesus calls us to persevere in this hope for goodness and righteousness. Keep longing because you will see this it happen within you when God establishes his kingdom in you. But I have also learned that God looks into our hearts and sees what we yearn for. It doesn't stop at just the superficials. We too need to see with God's eyes. We cannot stop just at seeing a person as rough or vulgar or a drug addict or a homosexual. There is far more in a person's heart than what we see, and God treasures each of them. I pray that we will be a church that will give hope to those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, regardless of what they appear to be outwardly. The next beatitude is about the merciful. Jesus says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. To be merciful is to refuse to strike a fallen enemy or to demand full restitution from a debtor when the debtor is not able to pay. In Matthew 18, Jesus tells a parable of a king's servant who owed a huge debt to the king. As the king was about to punish this servant for failing to repay the debt, the servant pleaded with the king. In a moment of compassion, the king forgave the entire debt. The servant, however, was not as kind to his servants. One of his servants owed him a much smaller debt, but this king's servant refused to forgive the debt and instead sought the full punishment for his servant. When the king heard of this, he ordered his own servant back and directed that his servant be given the full punishment for his failure to repay his debt. This parable warns us that if we want to receive mercy, 
we need to offer mercy to others. There are so many times when we need mercy from God and from others. When we have made a mistake or done something wrong, we hope to be given another chance. We hope that the person whom we have offended will not rip us apart for our sins. There are also times when we wish not to be rejected by others because of our weaknesses. We long to be embraced even when we deserve to be ostracized. We are reminded that as much as we need and hope to be shown mercy, we need also to extend mercy to others. What does it mean for us to be merciful? Here are some examples. When someone refuses to listen to you and is now suffering the consequences of his disobedience, can we resist the temptation to say, See, I told you so, or serves you right, you deserve the punishment, and instead to quietly offer support? When someone owes you a debt and you know that person is not able to repay you, can you release the debt? When someone is ostracized by others because of her shortcomings, Will you extend friendship and welcome and persuade your friends to do likewise? I want to close with a true story. I visited a friend at his home recently. As I approached his house, my friend, his wife and their maid came out to welcome my wife and me. I noticed that their maid was as excited as my friend and his wife in welcoming us and spontaneously welcomed us warmly. It was obvious that she felt herself very much a part of the family. Later, as my friend and I spoke privately, he shared with me about how his maid had become such a blessing to his family. Shortly after she joined his household, my friend discovered that she was stealing from the family. He confronted her, but instead of dismissing her, told her that he would help her pay her debts back home. And he kept his word. When her father fell ill, he paid for his medical care. When her home was destroyed in a storm, he sent money to repair her home. His kindness transformed the maid. So when my friend's wife suffered a stroke, this maid stayed by her side all day and night. She treated this family as her own because this man had shown mercy to her. Do you long for goodness and mercy to follow you all the days of your life? Jesus promises that this is possible and calls us to persevere in our quest for righteousness and mercy. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall receive righteousness and be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. Let us pray. Father, deep within our hearts, we long to see goodness and righteousness in the world. It hurts us when we see cruelty, callousness, dishonesty, injustice. And Father, we admit that very often throughout life we have become cynical, we have given up hope that there will ever be justice and goodness and compassion in the world. But Lord, your kingdom has come, not simply into the world, but your kingdom has come into each of our hearts. Allow your spirit then to rekindle in us that longing for goodness, for kindness, 
for justice, for honesty in our lives and the lives of those around us. We pray too, Lord, that you help us to see beyond the superficial, that we will not condemn others simply because they are drug addicts or homosexuals or people who are different from us, but help us instead to see deep into their hearts, to see that they too long for righteousness. And Lord, then let our church, let Agape Methodist Church be a church that welcomes each one who wants to see your kingdom come to us. That regardless of how sinful they are and regardless of what they look like, we may welcome them and say, come, let us grow together. Let us seek God's righteousness together. I pray too, Lord, that you cause us to be merciful. Open our eyes, Lord, to see how often we desperately need mercy from others. How often we want people to not only accept us, but to embrace us despite our shortcomings. How often, Lord, we long for ourselves and our sins to be seen and to be, and yet for us to be accepted by people. And God, you know our hearts, you know the sin that resides in us, you know our secret sins as well, and yet you embrace us. You say you call us your beloved children despite our sinfulness. Help us, Lord, to extend mercy to others as well. Father, come and transform our hearts. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We will continue our thoughts, our reflections on the next two. Blessed are the peacemakers and blessed are the pure in heart. Have a blessed day. God bless you.